Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where whether it be binoculars, glasses, monocle, or our naked eyes, we are always keeping our peepers peeled for things. Cover your shame eyes. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Sometimes I don't know why you want to. (laughs) Uh, We know, we know, we know. you, You come... For the things, and we, we have do. things. We have to things. tell you. Um, this is this is a bit of a thing check, but also a bit of a of a. Well, it's been a thing, but I think it might be elevating right now for many reasons. Uh, camping, mm-hmm. and the reason I, I I noticed it is that Good Sam, which is like a camping company they they sell camping equipment they they rent rvs they operate campgrounds uh good sam is sponsoring the baseball playoffs at first i saw it on the tampa bay game and thought oh it's because florida yeah sure that makes sense but then i noticed it was at the la game at the san francisco it was like all of them they're sponsoring like when i say sponsoring i mean their logo is up in the stadiums oh wow all of the games stadia anyway uh so I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because of the pandemic, camping is at an all-time peak. And that's because people kind of don't want to stay in a hotel, certainly aren't as likely to get on a plane and go somewhere else because maybe they aren't even allowed uh, to get into the place they would want to visit. Uh, so camping. And this is also borne out by a few friends of mine who are like, oh, yeah, we're going on vacation. Where are you going? Camping. Yep. It's like the 70s all it's actually kind of awesome because the reasons are very different. Mm-hmm. Presumably, you know, because there wasn't a pandemic that I know of in the 70s. Um, although there was weirdly like a crazy flu then. Yeah. They killed a whole bunch of people and the government wasn't paying attention to it because Vietnam. So I guess there sort of was a pandemic in the 70s. Maybe that's why everybody <laughs> went camping. Well, it's, but, it's not like we're having uh, run, runaway inflation and skyrocketing oil prices like in the 70s. Right. Right. It's. Totally. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a time loop. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. But yeah, there apparently have been indeed a whole bunch of first time campers and people are like camping and working. There's the big RV thing. Yep. I mean, it's it's ethnically diverse, which I love to see. Hmm. But I it is kind of a bummer that you can't get a campsite anywhere. Yeah. Uh, KOA campgrounds is where all my friends seem to be going. So maybe that's why good Sam is sponsoring baseball to be like, Hey, we we have campgrounds too. We we also exist. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, these are names that I have not thought of since, since the seventies when, when we would go camping, that's, you know, the, we would often go off to the Ozarks for a vacation and camp at a KOA or a good Sam park. So 
I gotta say, I recently, in just the past um, few years before the pandemic, was Mm -hmm. have rekindled my love affair with the KOA because my son and I rented an RV, I don't know, four summers ago, I want to say, maybe, maybe five, and drove it from, drove from Northern California. I say drove it as if he helped. I drove us from Northern California all the way up to the northernmost tip of Washington. And then we came all the way back down along the Oregon coast. It was like the most fun vacation I've ever been on. I was like, I can't say a single thing wrong about this vacation, except for one, the one day when I accidentally just opened up the poop tube and poop came. (laughs) But it's going to happen. It was so fun. And we stayed at two KOAs and I was like, Oh my God, the KOA is the bomb. And, and every summer since we have stayed at a KOA because they're just the best. No, no offense to Good Sam, which I didn't even know about. Now I'm going to try because the KOAs are clearly all full. Yeah. Good Sam parks, uh, have or had, I think they just have the halo. They used to have a little guy with a halo over it. Oh now it's, then I think they simplified it to just the halo, but they kept the Helvetica like, uh, 70s era font. So good for them. Oh, I mean, I'm excited. And yes, camping. Camping. Total thing. All right. Nice. Super duper. What you got? Um, I have a linguistic thing. Hmm. I love that. And that thing is the, the, the newly evolved use of the word spicy. Oh, spicy. To thing. mean painful physically. Ooh. Ow. Or spicy. like different. Uh, oh, sorry. Spicy. Uh, not, I'm sorry. Not different. Uh, to mean either painful or difficult. Mm, like, yeah. yeah, sometimes we have to have spicy conversations, but not like angry. Right, right. Just, just you know, tricky, difficult, tricky, um, difficult, complicated, literally painful. Like I was at the dermatologist and she was like, this part might be a little spicy, which oh, really? was code for hurts like the burder, 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 burder. Yeah. Huh. Like literally doctors are saying spicy to mean it might hurt. I think people are saying spicy to mean kind of heated dicey rhyming with spicy and having an adjacent meaning. Really? But dicey doesn't mean like this is going to hurt your face when I put a laser on it. The conversation thing though. It was was, was a little little dicey and they're like, well, dicey isn't exactly the word spicy. (laughs) Maybe. Least, yeah. yeah, it doesn't explain the the pain the pain I think it, it just means like I think it's like heated. You know? Because you yeah. can even say like people people have definitely been saying like, oh, I'm heated right now. And so I could imagine heat being Yeah. Uh, you know, getting you back to spicy. And spice being you know, the heat spice, not the Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spicy heat, not not temperature in fact, hot. Hmm. Afi James in the Discord seems to confirm by saying that's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spicy take. <laughs> Yeah, they used to say tingle. Exactly, Lab Rat. They used to say this will tingle a little bit or it might sting Which, some. And now they're like, this might be a little spicy. Low level spicy things make your tongue tingle. Boom. I mean, it's actually yeah. like it's a very appropriate as a linguistic evolution goes. It's a really mm-hmm. delightfully appropriate usage. Like this conversation might be a little spicy. But and also I just I think it's like I'm into it. I have no I have no I cast no shade on spicy and its evolution into new usage, except that when the dermatologist uses it, she is lying. She means <laughs> this will horrifically hurt you. Yeah. No, that that's always, you know, this is going to pinch a little. It never, yeah. it never pin, pinch, never pinches. It yeah. hurts. Spicy. Yeah. Spicy, this dermatologist. Still, you spicy. Otherwise, otherwise a great etymological evolution. You know, the only thing I regret about this is that uh, spicy, you, is coming out of a positive connotation. Like, Ooh, a little spicy, a little fun, a little, 
little daring, a little on the edge. Now it's going into a more negative, like, ah, it's a little spicy. Oh, Might that's be a little spicy. true. Yeah. Well, because, but yeah, it used to just be like festive and fun. And now it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. okay, yeah, fair. Yeah. But good to know. Good to know. Four armed is four spicied. Yes, that's uh, what you said. I caught this one on Twitter when someone was complaining about it, which if someone's complaining about something on Twitter, it's a thing. It's a thing. Stir up pants. Dude, I've been predicting this on the show for so long. Has it finally <laughs> arrived? Oh, my God. It, I think it's finally arrived because H&M is making a big deal about <gasps> them. And uh, if you do a search on Google, this, I tried this on DuckDuckGo and I, I didn't get the same thing. But on Google Shopping, yeah. uh, everybody, everybody. There they are. Yeah. There they are. I want these express high-waisted pull-on plaid stirrup pants. Oh, my <laughs> biscuits. Wow. It's so confusing how the 80s and the 70s are arriving at exactly the same time. Like, has there ever been such an intensely weird kind of mashup of... Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's... It, it it always feels like I'm probably we're probably remembering it wrong, but it always feels like you only get one flashback decade period time period at a time. And we are definitely getting two right now, like really intensely simultaneously. It's almost yeah. as strong as the millennial Gen Z war. It's like Gen Z is 80s and millennial 70s, which I guess makes sense. But yeah, it does. It's such a clash. Oh, my God. These are full on freaking stirrup pants. Yeah, stirrup even- pants are back, baby. They're even the kind, like, I used to think that this was a sign that I was doing stirrup pants wrong, that they would be, like, stretched enough that you could see the stirrups. The stirrups didn't, like, conform to your ankle. But mm-hmm. these H&M ones seem to fit like that on purpose. I always just thought it was because I was too tall. <laughs> and if anybody doesn't know, stirrup pants just mean there's there's fabric coming down from the cuff at the bottom of the pant that you wrap around your foot. Elastic. It used yeah. to be, and it's great for if you want to put on boots over it. It's like a legging that won't. I guess ride up or something. I don't even know. I can't. I'm having a hard time now even thinking of what the benefit of a stirrup pant is. I always exactly. assumed somebody was watching baseball and saw someone with their, you know, the, the the pants up where you could see the stirrup socks and was like, huh, what if I did that with my leggings? And then stirrup uh, pants were born. Of course you thought it came from baseball. And as most things do. But maybe. <laughs> At least when stirrup pants first came around. Baseball was big enough that it's not impossible, I guess. I mean, it's literally stirrup pants with like a firm shouldered blazer and high heels. <laughs> it is yeah. the 80s. While camping. While camping. <laughs> you literally wear this in the RV and just punch a hole a, in the fake wood floors. Yeah. <laughs> doing your macrame it's just they do have like they have like a little bar at the koa you could wear your heels over to the little bar and stuff oh yeah there you go oh, yeah the oh, last time i was there go. they had karaoke it was so fun we never we never camped in an rv except for at this weird resort at carlisle lake that my parents were members of where you could rent an rv but you didn't get to drive it it was just in the park already it's weird hmm so you would just go stay. Well, I guess they do. Yeah. There are glamping sites now that have that. Like you just go stay in an airstream. Yeah, this was definitely not glamping. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me be clear. <laughs> there was no glam. It was just ping. <laughs> no glam. Only ping. <laughs> no glam. Only ping. Yep. Uh, well, my next thing was Tom's thing, but it's also my kid's thing. And I didn't really realize it was a thing until I saw that Tom had put it in the bullpen as a possible thing. And then I was like, please can I have that thing? Cause apparently it's a thing and it didn't occur to me. Uh, Archer. 
the cartoon spy show that is so raunchy and so phenomenally inappropriate and yet hilarious and has apparently been on for like nine seasons. 12, Thir- sorry, 13. 12 seasons. Oh, yeah, because the 13th is coming, right? Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. got approved for its 13th season. Yeah, and I don't know if it's that it got approved for a 13th season or renewed or what, but like my son just started watching it and I keep seeing it popping up on Twitter. I'm sort of, it's it's almost, I mean, again, it's in the like evolving saga of everybody's already gone through all the shows and now they need a new one. It would appear that they landed on Archer. Of all things. Yeah. Um, which I wonder how much of it has to do with the passing of Jessica Walter, who played Mallory Archer, uh, which they Maybe. dealt with apparently in, in the storyline. I, I no spoilers because I haven't watched it and I don't know how they dealt with it, but I saw a headline that they dealt with it somehow, um, like a little send off for Jessica Walter. So maybe that got people back in partly as well, or maybe it's just been on long enough because <laughs> it premiered in 2009 that a whole new generation is like, what is this Archer you speak of? Do you think that there's a Venn diagram of shows that are newly being rediscovered and watched and shows that have a very extensive back catalog? Mm. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if that's what it is, is people because people want to binge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's while, a uh, yeah. um, on IMDb TV, apparently Columbo is a big hit. Yeah, totally. Didn't we talk? Right? Did we talk about that last I week think, that Columbo we was a thing? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. right. This is exactly that. It's basically like I think now we just have a oh, no time to die. Maybe because there's a new James Bond and people are into spy stuff. Into again. spy stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That might be Alfie James. I That's really not, don't know, but it is really funny. You're right. It's like this. <laughs> we're we're starting to break the things into subcategories of the. I mean, we've done that always, but like currently, we have a subcategory that is like which '80s or '70s fashion will come into being, <laughs> come next. and which show has been rediscovered. And I yeah. think we should probably just start calling it binge watch. I mean, we might even need like a yeah. sting, the binge thing. Did we um? Uh, did we talk about Sopranos coming back too? Yeah. Because of Many Saints of Newark? Yeah, People yeah. rewatching so another watching yeah. Sopranos. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <gasps> I think so. I think it's yeah. the binge. It's the binge bucket. The <laughs> binge bucket. That's it. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and Archer has been plucked out of the binge bucket. It's been pulled out. It's been sl- ladled out of the binge bucket. <laughs> ladled out of the binge bucket and slapped on trays at the cafeteria <laughs> Of kids who are out of things to watch. That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) You know what else is amazing, Mollywood? Our wonderful listeners. You read my mind. It's exactly right because they send us their things as well. They're so generous. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. If you would like to share a thing like Chip from Boston did on a possible origin of mid. I think Mm. he nails. Uh, Chip says, I was wondering. Could genesis of mid, to mean kind of meh or not as good, be a new abbreviation of the old phrase middle of the road? Thaw? Uh, Short for thoughts. <laughs> right, <it's> Chip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love the show. Keep up the good work. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do. Uh, maybe not yep. directly, but if, if not directly, definitely indirectly. In the absence of any other evidence, I can only conclude that this is one trillion percent accurate. Mm-hmm. Because it makes perfect sense. It's yeah, yeah. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Love it. It's certainly spiritually the same, you know, so it, it makes sense that it would derive out of there somehow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, Manny, our thing HD, THD, wrote in on the thingness of a recent tech story, crossover event, Oink. and Manny says, all of Twitch leaked everything, but that's like, not the thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally everything. But that's not the thing, says Manny, because people don't care about source code and backend software. The thing that has captured the Twitch community is the earning numbers that were also leaked. <gasps> Spicy. The top, oh, not spicy anymore. <laughs> right. Damn it. Old spicy? New spicy? Old Still spicy? spicy? <laughs> I like old spicy. Old spicy. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, anyway, he says the top 10,000 streamers by revenue all had Twitch earnings leaked and the reactions are varied. Some fans are mad. Some find it funny. Some streamers are actually going by their ranking number on the list. But no matter what you make of it, it's a thing. And then in a separate email, email Manny wrote two words. Espresso martinis. Um, I'm sorry, Manny. I had all these uh, astute uh, things to say about uh, your great observation on Twitch, and then you uh, obliterated them all. Espresso martinis? You must tell me more. I I need to know more. And apparently all my bars are the worst because I have not yet been to, I mean, I haven't been to a bar like very, really much, maybe (laughs) like one. That's really what an Americano should be, right? Uh, like espr- an espresso the martini? idea of the Americano is like you put espresso in hot water to simulate drip coffee that Americans love. But no, what Americans would do would put that espresso in some alcohol. I feel very targeted, by the way, because I have an Americano every single morning, too, <laughs> yeah. in fact. No, um, Americanos are great, but they're called Americanos because, you know, they're like, yeah. well, I don't know, we don't have drip coffee. This is kind of like it, espresso right? Espresso martini. I got to look this up and see what you make it with because you, oh, you really do. Espresso. Oh, what? I need to have this immediately. It is a cold coffee flavored cocktail made with vodka, espresso coffee, coffee liqueur, like Kahlua and half and half. (gasps) This, this for some reason reminds me of being in Provincetown, uh, visiting a friend in 1994, I want to say, and being served a chocolate martini. Because my friend was working at the bars and restaurants like everybody in Provincetown does in the summer because it's, you know, one of those vacation spots in Massachusetts. And this this bartender was just at this party we were at making people chocolate martinis and they tasted like chocolate. Now I must have an espresso martini because yeah, I remember how good that was. I like sort of don't want to, but I also like want to. This looks so good. But, you know, I'm, I've always been confused about how one is supposed to handle... Well, that's not true. I'm not confused at all because I love a Batanga, which is tequila and Coca-Cola, which has a ton of caffeine in it. Like there's a certain kind of drink that when you mix the coffee and the, or the sugar and the caffeine, you feel amazing. Rum and Coke, right? (laughs) Rum and Coke, Red Bull and vodka, evidently, if you're just trash. Totally. (laughs) Um, Order got there (laughs) at the same moment as I did. Wolf. Matt B on the uh, the chain of best stores uh, wrote when you were talking about catalog stores, my first reaction was to think of best products. And I'm surprised to hear you haven't heard of them. Besides being a catalog store of the type you described, several best stores around the country also had quirky architecture. For example, the one we had in Sacramento was a large windowless brick building and the <laughs> corner of the building broke off and slid open 
and that was where the store's front doors were, and he even included pics in case we didn't believe. Uh, <laughs> we used catalog stores a lot when I was growing up. I specifically remember buying my Star Wars Tauntaun toy and my <gasps> first Walkman-type device at these types of stores in the 80s. Wow. <laughs> Quirky architecture. That's amazing. <laughs> Deanne in Denver wrote in with a dinner update. Remember, we were talking about theme parties during the pandemic. Ah, Maybe only I was because I tortured everyone and wrote in and said, in the spirit of Halloween, here's a photo from yet another theme dinner from earlier this year from my aunt and her family. They were the ones that did the 100 days of quarantine theme dinners last year. They kept up the theme dinners throughout the fall and will randomly bust one out even now. Enjoy and boo. That's that's kind of the best when it's like no more pressure. We don't have to do them all the time, but we're good at them now. (laughs) So why not? This one is Happy Bat Appreciation Day. Oh, like these folks are good at theme dinners. I'm just saying when you yeah, yeah, don't go for the obvious. No, I would go for like oh, it's a vampire theme with bats. No, Bat Appreciation Day. That's. That's yeah. next level. Genius. Uh, Tim, on a recent name thing, uh, recently I noticed in a couple of pieces of young adult fiction the name James being used as a girl's name. In each case, it was definitely females who identify as women, and this seemed a bit new to me. That said, Jamie, the diminutive of James, is used as a first name for both sexes. I'm curious if you have any idea how and why it started. One possible enthingening point <laughs> is 2014 when Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively called their daughter James. Oh, I mean, I, I think you may have figured it out because yeah, you may have. Yeah, I, you've answered your own question there, Tim. Yes. Why they did it, I don't know. But as soon as celebrities do things, then yeah, that, that kind of makes them things usually. I mean, it's no, you know, it's no more or less explainable than Apple, which is what Gwyneth named her first child, I believe. So or string of code. Right. Or string of code <laughs> X dash one did whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that one was. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it yep. to them because they seem Nailed like a couple too. that anyone would emulate. And also that is a cute girl's name. I like that. Is when you, when people in the past have named their daughters, Jamie, it's not James, I guess. Or I don't hasn't. think so. Yeah, yeah. It's just Jamie. Yeah. James. That's pretty delightful. Um, and then finally, Art writes in on the chair emoji and says, hi, Tamali. I was finally able to catch up with your September cast and just had to say about the chair emoji being the new laugh emoji. It makes sense. It's all about the negative space. You rolled off your chair and are now on the floor laughing. So now it's just a chair. I guess if you want to be more Gen <laughs> X, which I am literal about it, you can place the inverted smiley right next to the empty chair. <laughs> But no, I I mean, again, Art, I think you have a hundred. This is basically like a whole string of nailed it emails from all y'all because you're geniuses. And the empty chair because you're on the floor laughing is genius. Why did I? I mean, that's amazing. That is the best. Uh, yeah. The greatest. Now I can't I can't think of it any other way. That's totally I, I, it. Yeah. Like, that's obviously it. And you're brilliant. All y'all brilliant. You guys are brilliant, and uh, that's why we created the uh, the actual shout-out level to try to match a piece of your brilliance with the brilliance of our producer, Rich Straffolini, <laughs> who custom crafts brand new theme-based shout-outs every week for people at that top Patreon level. Yes, and this week's uh, are absolutely brilliant, seasonally appropriate and hysterical. They are based on Halloween costumes 
from Spirit Halloween, everyone's favorite ubiquitous pop-up Halloween store. This is going to be amazing. (gasps) There's accompaniment. Morris Jones will be going in the adult Duncan hot coffee costume. Benjamin Forrest will look great in the adult Flamin' Hot Cheetos costume. Can't wait to see Lee Price in his adult Drist costume from Dungeons & Dragons. Kevin Sill will really cut people up in his adult pig butcher costume. Eric Duncan will win your heart in his adult storybook prince costume. Jake Woods will be in an adult Slenderman skin suit costume. (laughs) Gabriel Cohen will be in the adult Duncan cold brew costume. (laughs) Everyone will be hankering to see Joe Hood in his adult spooky pumpkin suit. Louis St. Amour will be keeping it classy in his adult box of wine costume. Features an attached nozzle. It'll be a treat to see Mike Akins in his adult Duncan Strawberry Frosted Donut costume. <laughs> and James C. Smith will look hot in the adult infrared skin suit costume. <laughs> bravo, bravo, producer Rich, as always. Bravo well to played. you, dear patrons well who support us at the shout out level because you make our day week after week. Patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can become a member of it's a thing at any level and make sure that these butts are in these chairs every week. Plus, you get ad free RSS and you can join us in the Discord and chat along live when we record. You can also email us your things to feedback at itsathing.me and do yourself a favor, folks. Go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to Molly Woods, How We Survive. It's not only great, it's not only Molly, it's important. Go do it now. We'll talk to you next time. Oh, you stinker. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.